Welcome to the Main Street Telegraph, where you can get all your important Disney news in 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, B. Let's get started. Today's trivia question is, who wrote the short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, upon which the Disney short is based? Find out after the show. Today is mostly going to be full of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party news. It started out as a smaller part of today's show, but there's so much to say. Uh, First, though, a news story that's actually a little bit scary. Disney is finally seeing some consequences for the outbreak of Legionnaire's disease that occurred last year. More specifically, they are being fined $33,000 by OSHA for their cooling towers not being properly cleaned and maintained, as well as for not implementing proper workplace procedures to rectify workplace hazards and not reporting these illnesses in a timely manner. Disneyland Resort representatives have pushed back on the allegation that they are at fault since it was not scientifically determined what the source of the outbreak actually was. Legionnaires is a type of pneumonia caused by Legionella bacteria, hence the name, which I hope I am pronouncing correctly. But have no fear, it is super rare with fewer than 20,000 cases a year. What makes it different from the usual pneumonia that we are more familiar with is that it spreads through mist, so air conditioning units, cooling systems, instead of from person to person. People most likely to come down with the disease are similar though. Uh, The elderly, people with weakened immune systems, folks with lung disease, as well as heavy smokers. Unfortunately, two of their employees became ill with Legionnaires and were hospitalized. Though it seems there was an issue of communication. It was not reported in a timely manner because the folks in charge didn't know who was afflicted and had to wait on that information before reporting it. Something I'm sure they can be better prepared for in the future. Disney is pushing back on this ruling because they say there is no official evidence that they were at fault for the outbreak. This, however, could be unknowable, since it seems that after the outbreak was reported, Disneyland shut down and decontaminated the cooling towers. Now, this is my hypothesis from what I've read, because it does seem that they decontaminated their cooling towers before an investigation could take place. Orange County's Healthcare Agency Environmental Health Division investigated other cooling towers but did not turn up any of the bacteria. What's more, there aren't actually any laws in place that set standards for how or how often the cooling towers should be cleaned or tested. Though there are, of course, guidelines and standards for how you should be doing things. The hearing for the appeal will take place on October 4th. Check back with the Main Street Telegraph for updates. Disney has broken ground on Marvel Land, which is what I'm going to be calling it from here on out, where A Bug's Land currently stands. Those construction barriers are up at California Adventure, so it is only a matter of time before the Bugs Land sign will disappear from view. The construction project is occurring alongside the Star Wars expansion in Disneyland, which is set to open next year. What will be in this new land? There have been rumors of an Avengers-themed coaster, but we will have to wait and see. What is even more interesting, though, is that Disney won't actually be able to use the word Marvel in the name because of deals Marvel made before Disney even purchased them. And Disney also hasn't made an official announcement of what the area will be called. What's really lame is that closing off that section of the park is going to result in a bit of a navigation problem at California Adventure. Guests will lose a major path. But hopefully Disney will address this sooner rather than later, perhaps giving guests some way to cut through from the Guardians of the Galaxy to Cars Land without making folks backtrack through Hollywood Land. Give us some through traffic, you know? 
before Disneyland's Summer of Tiki totally closes out, they are starting refurbishment on the Tangaroa Terrace at Disneyland Hotel, hoping to make it a more popular destination on the level of Trader Sam's. The project starts on the 9th of September, oh, it already started, <laughs> and the location is set to reopen in January of next year. And apparently they are adding Dole Whips with a splash of rum to the menu. That alone will bring me in. Well, friends, it's that time of the year again, the most wonderful time of the year. It's September, which means it's close enough to fall and my body is ready for Halloween. Thankfully, Halloween always starts early at the Disney parks. Haunted Mansion Holiday opened on the 7th of September. The overlay is based on Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, our two-for-one holiday favorite, and will be open until January. It is known for its gingerbread house, which is different every year and is always displayed in the dining room scene. Tim Woolweber, associate art director for Disney Parks, has done 17 out of the 18 houses and knocked it out of the park again this year. <laughs> out of the park. I'll post a link to the article I read at Walt Disney World News Today so you can see the photos. It features a giant spider attempting to steal the gingerbread house. Guests will witness the spider as it attempts to make off with it, breaking it from its base. This year is also the Nightmare Before Christmas's 25th anniversary, and in celebration, Danny Elfman will once again be at the Hollywood Bowl, where they are hosting a live-to-film screening. Elfman will be leading the orchestra as well as playing the part of Jack Skellington. Other performers returning to their roles are Catherine O'Hara as Sally and Ken Page as Oogie Boogie. The show has been running since 2015 and has been known to sell out. This year, it is on October 26th and 27th. Other Halloween happenings happening at Disney Parks in California include the Guardians of the Galaxy and Halloween show, Monsters After Dark. The seasonal show debuted last year and is coming back to California Adventure again this year. The basic premise is that Baby Groot was left behind and you have to go rescue him. But not as all well at the Collector's Fortress. The fire dragon from Thor, Ragnarok, is there wreaking havoc. Last year, the show only played after dark and I haven't heard anything different this year. So get two fast passes. Cars Land will also be getting into the spirit of things, temporarily dubbed Radiator Screams. Your favorite Cars characters will be out and about in their Halloween costumes. Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters will be changing its tunes for the holiday, and Mater's Junkyard Jamboree has been changed to Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. Vampirina from the Disney Juniors TV show will be out on San Francisco Street in California Adventure to delight the younger crowd and pose for pictures. She also has a spot in the Frightfully Fun Parade at Mickey's Halloween Party. Disneyland's official website also says you'll be able to see V at the Disney Junior Dance Party soon. I think what is delighting me most about the Halloween celebrations over at California Adventure is what was added onto the entrance. Oogie Boogie in front of a glowing moon, complete with jack-o'-lanterns. It looks awesome. Over at Disneyland, besides Haunted Mansion Holiday I mentioned earlier, there are other treats. Our favorite characters will be out and about in their favorite Halloween costumes to take pictures with guests, and Space Mountain will be getting the Ghost Galaxy overlay again this year, lighting up the ride in unusual and spooky ways. And don't forget that ginormous Mickey pumpkin that greets you on Main Street. Of course, there are some sights and scares reserved exclusively for those who purchased separate tickets for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. 
Attending guests will have access to an exclusive meet and greet in Town Square. Well, Villains Square. Where all of our favorite baddies will be. The fireworks show, Halloween Screams, featuring all of our favorite villains, as well as spooky projections and columns of flame, will play on those select nights. As dictated by tradition, the Headless Horseman will rise to lead this year's frightfully fun parade. There are dining packages available at the Blue Bayou, so if you're planning on making a meal there part of your trip, it may be worth it for the reserved seating. It's a three-course dinner, starter, entree, and dessert priced at $72 for adults and $29 per child. This doesn't include tax or gratuity. There are only 15 nights to attend until it all comes to an end on the 31st, so get your tickets while you still can. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom in Florida has already kicked off starting back on August 17th, and they have their own unique offerings. The Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus host their own Halloween party, featuring Disney villains such as Oogie Boogie and Maleficent. The show takes place in front of the castle, utilizing projection and pyrotechnic effects. The Florida Park will be playing the Hello Wishes fireworks show, that includes songs like Grim Grinning Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion, a skeleton dance from the Silly Symphony cartoon of the same name, Night on Bald Mountain from Fantasia, and more. You can add a bit more magic to the experience by also booking a dessert party hosted at the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant. When it's time to view the show, you'll be escorted by cast members to a reserved viewing spot at the Plaza Garden. The Headless Horseman will work double duty, leading the adorable Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade. There are some other options out there for those of you who want to spend a little more to make their trip extra special. You can order special treats to be delivered to your resort room through Disney Floral and Gifts. There are a lot of options at many different price points. You can go small or big, with gifts and sets running from $7 to $400. Available offerings differ a little by park, so be sure you're visiting the right website. They, of course, have some amazing Halloween options, but keep them in mind for honeymoons, anniversaries, and birthdays. Well, that's all for today, folks. The answer to today's trivia question, who wrote the short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, is Washington Irving. While I hope you always tune in, be sure to come check things out during the month of October. I have some extra special episodes planned. And for those of us who can't wait and like to keep the creepiness going all year long, I want to plug a friend of mine's podcast, Scary to Sleep. Host Shelby has created a runaway hit, with her calming voice and spooky sound effects. Now, I wouldn't recommend this to children, but highly recommend it to adults. My favorite episodes so far have been the first, the O'Mail Swamp Tour Company, kind of perfect for the adult fans of New Orleans Square attractions, and the more recent true horror episode where she reads stories sent in by her listeners. You can find Scare You to Sleep on iTunes, and of course you can visit her website at scareyoutosleep.com. Remember, you can find and download episodes of the Main Street Telegraph, as well as find helpful links and blog posts over at mainstreettelegraph.com. Any questions, comments, criticisms, or corrections can be sent to me, B, 
at MainStreetTelegraph at gmail.com. Like the Main Street Telegraph on Facebook and never miss an episode. If you like the show, please head on over to iTunes and give us a rating. It really helps out. And if you really love it, share it with a friend. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a spooky week. trivia question is who wrote the shoot story the shoot hmm today's trivia question is who wrote the short story the legend of sleepy hollow upon which disney's today's trivia question is who wrote the show